The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist, that's me, the much better looking and highly educated Dr. Steve. Try to solve your long-running relationship <laughs> issues in 10 minutes or less. One of Steve's two statements was alive. I, oh, not alive. 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 It, was, it was alive with mistruth, and I will leave it to our listener to figure out which one it was. Spoiler alert, it was his physical appearance. He is basically an ogre. But we are not actually here to wow. insult each other. Can You want to tell everybody what we're, what we're actually here for? We are here to save some babies, James. Save some babies, tell people to have more babies or not to have any. Basically, all these important relationship questions come down to me and you because why wouldn't they? And here is the question for this week. My marriage has survived the birth and growth of two daughters, currently three and five, a house move, quarantine, and my husband becoming a stay-at-home dad with not much choice in the matter because of said quarantine. No one is currently hiring for his skill set in our country right now. I would say we're still going strong. Now my husband is attempting to redo our entire backyard to have a roof and grill space all on his own. I get the feeling if we survive this one, we're pretty much indestructible. Any advice so I don't take a hammer to the never-ending building supplies that have taken over my home and backyard? All right. I love this question on every possible level. Take it away, Steve. First of all, I love this letter writer, too. Like, uh, she seems to have a good disposition and an appropriate perspective on the project because I will bet that this backyard read model has become a black hole into which they throw all their money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been where this guy's at. Not me necessarily, but you know, Mrs. Steve. However, uh, the way to survive, I suppose, is... Uh, James, I'm going to make this short and sweet. I hope Ooh. you've got a whole lot to say about this because <laughs> what I... I I, I have empathy for her husband. He needs to find purpose. Like that was stripped away from him when he lost his job. And he probably loves his kids, maybe more than you and I, James, love our kids. But uh, being a stay-at-home dad doesn't sound like it completely fits him right off the rack. Like he still has to feel like he's making forward progress in life. And doing something that's sort of... Uh, uh, mechanical and uh, something that he can see the end result of his work when he's finished with it. I don't know exactly what word that would be, but that's what he's trying to do, that every day he can see progress. He doesn't just have to put ones and zeros on a computer screen and assume progress is being made. Like he's making this with his own two hands and all of the money in his checking account and probably <laughs> has like I earned like a lot of frequent flyer miles at the Home Depot or at Lowe's. But my advice to her is let him do his thing. And it might turn out to be where when he's done, you have to surreptitiously call someone to come over and fix what he did so that it can actually be functional. And it might be that he pulls it off, that uh, 27 years from now, he will finish this backyard project and you will be able to flip a burger underneath a nice gondola. But you got to let him do his thing. 
Like, uh, even though it might be painful to watch and it's an eyesore right now and your backyard feels like chaos and the neighbors are all talking about you behind your backs, this is something that he needs to stay sane. And his sanity is directly correlated to your marital happiness until it encroaches upon your sanity. But you can go to work every day and kind of leave him to his peace. So that is my advice, James. What say you? Well, I just recently finished a massive yard renovation, but mine was in the front instead of the back. So I Ooh. I get the situation completely. Uh, so I think there's two big things here. Uh, one is practical and one is more with responsibility. So on the practical level, uh, now when you do a renovation inside, of which ours are never ending, uh, literally never ending, our con- past two contractors have just stopped showing up before the jobs were finished, uh, you can... Okay, this one's outside. So as far as like, you know, building supplies and tools and all of that, like disrupting the living space, just make your husband put them outside. Make him put them in the garage. Make him put them under a tarp in the backyard if there's no place else to put them. Like there's no reason it has to disrupt the central living space. And with that in place, with the stuff actually out of view most of the time, just out back where you can close a curtain and not see it, and hopefully you've got a fence up, I think that will take down the stress a thousandfold. If he's like, you know staging pavers in your living room or something that's going to be a problem but i've got to imagine he can put them out of the way somehow so basically as long as you have space so that your day-to-day living isn't disrupted i think you'll i think that will massively uh lower your stress and i think the second part is that you just need to let your husband be on this uh so when i when i was doing the front yard uh, i had to go and just move tons of dirt and i had to go and move all these rocks and stuff and i had to go and lay in giant pavers and move tons of material and periodically my wife would come out and say are you sure that's how you want to do it yep (laughs) this is how i'm gonna do it because i was the one out there with the shovel and i'd been out there trying it this way and that i kind of figured out you know this is the best i can get it or this is what's going to work or this is how it's going to turn out and that's just what it is and unless she's going to be out go out there and like redo the dirt and reshovel everything you got to just kind of defer to the judgment of the guy with the shovel because at some point They know the limitations, they know what's going on, and you just got to let it be. So maybe it's not going to be done to your, you know, exacting specifications or the ideal you had in your head, or maybe you didn't want it to be done at all. Maybe you wish this project was never started in the first place. But now that it's started, I would say leave your husband be. Don't treat this like a room in the house where it has to be decorated to your exact specifications. Treat this like his space, because he's the one handling it. And as long as he gets it done give him latitude. Now, if he stops working on it, then you can get on his case. But as long as he's going to get it done in some way, I wouldn't worry too much about the minor details. Because I think that is where most of the fights happen in renovations. You know, fighting over tile color, this or that. Just just leave it be. Just remember, it's not actually in the house. It's in the backyard. And if it turns out great, you can show it off to all your friends at the next cookout or the cookout three years from now or whenever it's done. And say, isn't this amazing? And if it turns out crappy, you just have that next cookout, cookout be a dinner party in the kitchen. And you're fine. You don't actually have to show it to anybody ever if it turns out horrendous so i think this is a very low stakes renovation it's not like he's renovating a bathroom that you absolutely need i mean even if he totally ruins everything out there i mean you can still just get a 150 dollar grill from walmart and grill burgers like this really is not going to disrupt your life in any way and if you can just keep the building materials out of your way during construction i think this is the perfect time for you to just chill take a step back and say hey 
That's his problem. It's keeping him busy. And just remember, when he's working in the backyard, he's not working in the house, breaking something that actually Ooh. matters. So consider it a useful and safe <laughs> distraction. Uh, thoughts, Steve? First of all, I said gondola. I meant gazebo. Gondola <laughs> is one of the boats that go through uh, whatever that Italian town that's underwater is. James, what do you call, it's not a gazebo, what do you call those uh, they're like a roof, but it's just slats that pergola. people put in their back. I think you're looking for the what per is it? pergola. Pergola! Yes! God, dang it! I knew a, a an English major would come up with I was word. waiting for the English major insult. You always yell at me for not knowing words, and here I am just sitting on the right word, you know, smug like a Cheshire cat, and you had to come to me for it. You had to come to me, Steve. And for I the record, did. we did Damn. not have a vocabulary test over pergolas in college. College teaches nothing, <laughs> including vocabulary. But you didn't jump on gondola. I'm surprised you let that one go because I, you let nothing else go. I only half listen to what you say. I, what I'm really taking away from this is how much it bothers you. I misspeak and t say stupid stuff all the time, and I just keep going. I never correct myself. I remember that most people don't <laughs> listen to this. It's not going to matter. But you, you <laughs> stewed for like my four-minute monologue. <laughs> so you could hop in here and just point out that you know what that word means. And I think you had to do it because it's on the first episode where you pointed out that you are, in fact, highly educated right at the top of the episode. <laughs> and then you come out and you think a gazebo is called a gondola. And now we're here. The part that was also making this urgent was I couldn't think of the word I needed. Like a gazebo is another hard G word, but I knew there was a special word for those froofy things that I hate, and pergola is exactly the word. Well, now that we've got that settled, I think we can close this out. We've nailed this question. We've nailed your lack of a vocabulary, so all is right in the world. If you have a question you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or less, send it in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, coworkers, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>